0: Hi everyone, welcome to Remount, my name is Jared, and today we'll be taking a look at the latest installment of one of the greatest franchises in gaming, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Released in 2023 by Nintendo for the Switch, Tears of the Kingdom was one of the most hyped games of the past few years. As a direct sequel to the incredible game Breath of the Wild, myself and millions of other fans were excited to see what this new entry had in store. If you aren't familiar with it, The Legend of Zelda franchise is one of the oldest and most popular in gaming history. Well, the games and genres, the gameplay, everything's evolved over the last 30 years, you're always playing as Link, tasked with a simple goal to save Princess Zelda, and usually save Hyrule Kingdom as well. In Tears of the Kingdom's case, it's a third-person, open-world, action-adventure game. Now, this review will be spoiler-free in terms of the main story, but I will be diving into many of the gameplay mechanics and the overall design of some of the main quests. And as always, these are my opinions, and mine alone. Starting off with the graphics, booting up this game was rough at first. I've been so used to crisp 1440p 60fps that going back to 1080p 30fps on the Switch just hurt. Everything felt choppy and grainy, which only got worse in combat because it is not a consistent 30 FPS. I regularly had visible frame drops in dense encounters, especially when trying to build things with the ultra hand mechanic. Now, I did go back and forth on how much I would dock the game, For having this poor performance you know usually games that run terribly are poorly optimized and it's clear that the developers just didn't put enough time into it however in tears of the kingdom i'm much more understanding of the performance issues because of the hardware it's running on on a triple a game on the ps5 or xbox series x you know it has all the horsepower it would need to just have stunning visuals and excellent performance. The Nintendo Switch, I, the thing is basically an iPhone 8, okay? It's frankly depressing, the amount of incredible work the developers did on a game that can only run on hardware from like 2015. I, I really wish a Switch Pro came out prior to Tears of the Kingdom. And I know the game is going to feel completely different whenever it does. Fortunately, the excellent art design made the performance shortcomings more manageable. You know, vibrant colors and really smart textures make the world beautiful to explore. I mean, there's everything from dense forests to tall snowy mountains to barren deserts all throughout Hyrule. And as I kept playing it, you know, I I will admit I did find myself getting more used to the 30 FPS performance, and appreciating the great aspects of the game more. You know, it's it's not so much an excuse for the game, more as an acknowledgement and admission that as I kept playing it, I kept having a great time. I kept looking past the visual issues and just enjoying it for what it was. Because at the end of the day, the scope of this game is absolutely disgusting. So the main map of Hyrule... In Tears of the Kingdom is essentially the same as the one in Breath of the Wild. However, within the first couple of hours of booting the game up, you'll realize that they crammed over two and a half times the map size on the same hardware. There is an entire underground map known as the Depths with dungeons and secrets to explore, as well as As dozens of islands in the sky, with everything from mini bosses to dungeons that span multiple islands that you can hop between. There is just so much to explore and do that it never got boring or stale for me. Again, I have absolutely no idea how they made a game this big on the Switch. The sheer verticality of Tears of the Kingdom, is the most distinguishing feature when compared to Breath of the Wild. You know, I can complete a shrine on an island in the sky, dive down to another island to fight a giant robot, dive down to the top of a mountain to gather items and materials, surf down the mountain to a village to sell these items, then dive down a giant chasm to fight monsters underground. And that's just an average day of playing this game, just normal gameplay. You just have the freedom to explore the world and play at your own pace. And all the mechanics feed into this freedom. You have new items called Zonai devices that you can use to attach together and build vehicles or weapons to use using a mechanic called Ultra Hand. Some example devices to give you a picture are rockets, hot air balloons, steering wheels, and even cannons. You can't figure out how to climb a mountain? You strap a rocket on a piece of wood, you launch yourself up there, you're done. You can't figure out how to beat an enemy camp? Strap a laser to a homing drone and watch it do the work. Or strap a bomb on a rocket and launch it at them. When I started playing Tears of the Kingdom... I was treating it just like Breath of the Wild. It was only after I spent a couple dozen hours in it that I learned all of these new things I could do and and just started to enjoy the game more as I realized the freedom that I had, but more importantly, how to use the freedom I was given. And even after finishing the game, I'll see clips online of mechanics and creations I would have never thought of, and I'm like, I cannot believe I never thought of this. This open-ended play also bleeds into the story for better or for worse. You know, instead of a strict linear path through Hyrule that I know some people enjoy more, you have the option of exploring and completing main quests in any region and at any time. And this makes the majority of the clear story moments move to optional cutscenes that are found rather than given to you. You know, it's it's not like you're going to be walking from point A, point B, point C to final boss and get everything along the way. You're going to have to go out of your way to understand the full scope of the story and to get the full picture. And I did go through, find and complete all of these optional story beats off the beaten path before going to the final boss. And I would definitely recommend that you do as well. The developers clearly learned from the shortcomings of the Breath of the Wild story as well. And Tears of the Kingdom had an awesome, emotional, and just fulfilling ending. Especially as someone that went through and got a whole, you know, whole picture of the story, watched all the cutscenes, understood everything going into that ending. It's, it, I love it when a game makes me feel something and they delivered. And, It is difficult, though, to explain why this game is so fun, as how you play it will drastically change your answer to that question. You know, having the freedom to do anything can paralyze you in some games, but here it felt right at home. Probably the highlights for me are just walking around the open world, exploring what I come across, and listening to the incredible soundtrack— The music is just the perfect background to whatever environment you're in. Never in your face, but always bringing depth to the scene. My personal favorites are probably the Rito Village theme and Dragonhead Island. Now, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is a truly rare game. One that was hyped up for years yet actually lived up to the hype. I got over 100 hours out of this game over the last few months, and I'm giving it an easy A+. It's one of the greatest games I have ever played. Just the scope of it, the style, the music, the fun, the variety of gameplay, just everything combined into something that got better as I played it. You know, going from... The first few missions to the last few missions. I I can just see myself understanding the game mechanics, understanding, you know, what to do, how to do it, and just thinking outside of the box. That freedom is something that is very rare, even in open world games. And it was just a wonderful time. But that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. You have been listening to Remap, the gaming podcast. My name is Jared, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.